Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Welcome to Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Which means two things. Talking Harness WA here on SEN Track 657 in Gloucester Park tonight. And what a big night it is with uh, the running of the uh, Choices Golden Slipper. And what a cracking race. The barrier draws made it really exciting. We've got a Kiwi debuting for the Gary Hall Senior Stable in your So Fine. And we'll chat to uh, Hall Senior a little bit later on. We'll deep dive into a few races with our man Scott Bomber-Hill. And the BK will be along to uh, tip us a few on the East Coast. And also... A big uh, interview today, one of the all-time greats of harness oh. racing and, and just about my favourite human being in the world, Craig Dalgetty, has <laughs> got to be on the show to talk about his charge in the uh, newest race on the feature race calendar, the Rising Sun in Albion Park, and it's going to be great to chat to Craig. But first up, a very uh, big welcome to Glenn Mortimer. How are you, Mort? Morning, Michael. I am great, thank you, and it's uh, a pleasure to be here as always. Golden Slipper Night. You've won a couple. Oh, one one. <laughs> Wouldn't <laughs> mind another, but uh, what a race. Really can't wait. One of the best slippers I think I've seen in recent yeah. years. A really crack field. Um, last Friday night, we saw a brilliant win by Wonderful to Fly in the gold bracelet, and she takes on the boys tonight in the slipper. Um, excellent drive by our man Donald Harper on yeah. our star billing to Got get one cash. of Bomber's selections home last week. We... Barrack that all the way up the straight. Yeah. And great first up win by Swing Band at Pinjarra, who now steps up to the slipper tonight. Yeah. Off a short backup, so interesting to see how he goes. This morning is going to be a quick 3 and 30, because okay. I can see that you are absolutely <laughs> salivating at the thought of talking to Crandell Getty. Yep. I'm, not actu- I'm actually not expecting to get more than a hello <laughs> in in this interview, but that's okay. So, Michael, what's your view on removing discretion for selection? for selection of Group 1 and 2 feature races? No, I'm, I'm, no, I'm not all discretion. I got, I'm, not a, I'm not against heats, um, but uh, I think, you know, there's got to be something there for, for horses that get knocked over or stuff like that. So, look, I'm, I'm, I'm for heats or preludes or whatever, whatever way you want to go, but mm-hmm. there's got to be discretion it, for, for the big races. Do you think any horse was unlucky to miss out on the slipper tonight? Uh, possibly. Do I think they could have won the race? No. Oh, I agree with that comment, but, yep. yeah, possibly missed yep. it. Just missed the opportunity yep. to race the yep. big race, and that's why we all... Um, well, that, that happens in every race, I think, as well, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. But the Golden Slipper is Yeah, yeah, no, but, yeah. So, anyway, and what's the track condition uh, for tonight ahead of uh, a meeting, which we're going to get a bit more rain today? Yeah, well, we had uh, 100 mils leading into Tuesday meeting, and the race, the, the, the track start really, really well. Uh, we expect we had another 20 mils since then, and we've had, uh, we're expecting 40 sort of before the meeting and, and during the meeting. So, uh, look, I'm confident the track's going to stand up and we, we're going we're to be fine. Excellent. Good news. All right. Before we get into the guest, we've got to um, um, say this is brought to you by Bayswater Mazda, Morts. Driving is better with Bayswater Mazda, who are celebrating over 50 years. 
50 years. Almost long, as long as retrovision. Almost as long. That's a long time. And uh, as we know, driving is better with a Bayswater Mazda. And the reason I know that is because the leader of the opposition drives one. <laughs> so um, it is very good. Great car, the CX-30. All right. Let's get into it. And uh, before we welcome in Cran Delgatti, let's go back uh, a week or so where his charge crew just demolished them in the Redcliffe Derby and smashed the track record. Back straight quarter, 28-5. They're up towards the home turn. Krug in full flight. Krug leads the way. Captain Crusader in second, cashed up third. To the outside, Hemsworth starting to make some ground. They're into the home straight. And the favourite's looking good, Krug. He pulls away from Captain Crusader, then cashed up. And it's all the cult from Kiwiland. Krug, Krug easily. He bolted in. Krug too good. Beating Captain Crusader. Cashed up. Hemsworth fourth. Krug, the cult from Kiwiland. A little bit of alliteration from uh, Chris Barsby there. He goes around $3 on the Tab Touch market for the Rising Sun, the Group 1. And it gives me great pleasure to introduce uh, one of his co-trainers, uh, Cran Dalgetty. Cran, welcome to the show. G'day, guys. Great to be on, fellas. Mate, so uh, this horse, he looks uh, pretty special. And uh, what he did in the Reckless Derby was, was pretty special as well. Yes, he was, because we come here sort of the expectations, as you know, when you cross the Tasman uh, with an athlete, you're, uh, you get a lot of hype, but you want to perform. But uh, very fortunately, um, for a prelim of uh, what we're trying to get to or trying to achieve with a big race tomorrow, um, to make a good start in the Redcliffe Derby was um, yeah, sort of um, a relief just as much as a thrill. And, and the race, the Rising Sun, it's, the, as I said, the newest in on the feature race calendar. Really interesting t- concept with the three-year-olds taking on the, the four-year-olds and, and the barrier draw for the th- preferential for the three-year-olds. So you're always going to draw really well. Um, you've drawn barrier one. How, how do you think you'll go against the older horses uh, tomorrow night? Yeah, well, firstly, lads, it's a great concept uh, for Queensland to, to start this concept like that. And uh, with having the advantage of the three-year-olds drawn one or two, obviously two of them, um, all the participants, I think they're really happy with it, um, even though the, some of the other competitors are drawn out wide. But I think them, if they're in the same position, um, that a three-year-old to draw one or two is great. So it probably could clinch the deal for me to come over here knowing that we'd draw one or two, whereas I probably would normally come with a three-year-old because statistically we looked like we're behind the four-year-olds. But what it is, myself, myself being a participant, I'm really in the dark. The public's in the dark. Everyone's in the dark. So... That's what makes the, the race such a great concept because we're very much in the unknown of the outcome. And you have drawn uh, barrier one, and uh, I quote, if anyone thinks they can cross us, good luck to them. They are dreaming. So uh, <laughs> looks like you're expecting <laughs> to hold the, uh, the lead there, Cran. <laughs> oh, I think that might have been a scribe um, getting a bit more confident than me, really. But <laughs> I don't, is that good scare tactics? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Has your driver arrived in Queensland yet, Blair Orange? Uh, he has uh, been at the airport waiting for about three days, I believe, with his bag because he didn't want to miss the plane. <laughs> you know, we never miss one leaving, but we miss a few coming back, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, on that, when, you, when you've recently won a big race, well, recently, I was going to say, during the COVID crisis, you won a big race with um, Dr. Susan, uh, and you had to spend two weeks in quarantine um, to celebrate afterwards. How, how, was the, how was the two weeks in quarantine? How was your liver afterwards? Well, I... <laughs> I've got to say, the first two days were fantastic. I thought it was a great idea. But when you stack another 12 on top, it's a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it wouldn't recommend it, guys. So if you stay out of jail, please do. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, Cran, uh, this horse, Krug, is an exceptional three-year-old. And uh, one uh, thing that I heard you talk about is uh, 
but uh, he's an intelligent horse. Can you maybe just elaborate a little bit more on that and how important that is? Well, it's just actually uh, playing the game of what we want to do. Um, a lot of horses, are, uh, which is natural, they want to sort of go against workload or against sort of doing exerting things, like sometimes humans ourselves, but um, very, very obliging. Uh, I need to teach him sort of certain things once, and he's just always been with me. Um, we've been friends all the time because as a horse trainer, a lot of horses, you're, you're not friends with a lot of your own horses, but uh, this one we always have been. And, um, and then, of, of course, sure, he's got to have a great attitude, but then he's got to dig in. Um, and he goes past the, the pain barrier. He, he digs right in come race day. Sure, he might be digging and not winning, but um, you just want the horse to exert the best of their talents um, each time they run, and, and which I have to say he's done. So, yeah, I feel sort of heartened to have him. Mate, um, let's go back, and, and we, we might go back a little bit to the start. Well, a horse that really put you on the map, and uh, let's go back to uh, a Victoria Cup with uh, a horse by the name of Desperate Comment, and this was his second Victoria Cup uh, driven by Graham Lane. And the leader is Ericles. He will turn for home. The long odds on favourite. Our savant lot is under the whip. Desperate comments running on. Then Anvil Star. Ericles is the leader. Now he's being shaken up. Desperate comments coming at him. Desperate comment goes to Ericles. Desperate comments got him in. Got up. Desperate comment back to back cups. Desperate comments won it from a photo between the stable mates. Grand desperate comment. He, as I said, he put you on the map. How how early in your training career was was he, and how old were you? I was only twenty three at the time, and um, I sort of knew everything about racing, and obviously knew nothing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and it was a bonus. I, I was the third trainer to get the horse, and uh, he everything you didn't want. Um, he had it. Um, he had a rotten attitude. He was a determined little bugger to be against me all the time. He's little, and um, he wasn't beautiful gated, but. Uh, on race day, an amazing will to win. So, yeah, to answer your question, um, it was a thrill to have him. He did kickstart me. And, yeah, we went all around Australia. We went from one side of Australia to the other. And um, he won group ones all over, which is, I was very lucky and very fortunate. So, um, yeah, so I've tried to sort of find a few more after that. But fortunately, I get a few. But, um, yeah, it seems like last week, but that was a few sleeps ago. <laughs> and, of course, you had another superstar on a horse by the name of Chris and May. Yes, he was. I was very lucky to get him. Um, he walked up my drive, sort of um, as a late three-year-old. We didn't sort of think he was much good. Uh, he sort of he wasn't an attractive horse by any means. But uh, he went on. Um, he won about two point five million for us and won about fourteen Group One races. So I don't know what happened there. I just blinked and it all just happened. So <laughs> yeah, very very lucky to have him. And to win a Miracle Mile, it's a you know it's sort of one of the pinnacles in harness. You know, not only NZ in Australia but the whole of Australasia. So. To get one of them, um, you know, I feel we're privileged to have one of them. The uh, the Miracle Mile, I think, is on everyone's bucket list. So to win one of those is uh, is a great achievement. And this bloke, Krug, um, he's only a three-year-old, but from what you've seen so far, how do you rate him? Uh, well, I think we're very lucky that the, the side better slide has done an enormous job. And they've not only been young horses, but they've gone through and been great free-for-allers too. So... If I keep everything sort of intact in, in, in and keep him healthy and well, um, his life's probably just beginning of, of what he could do. But uh, in racing, you never get too cocky. You look too far ahead. I look about a week ahead rather than years ahead because uh, uh, we're dealing with equine, of course, rather than a piece of machinery. And so you know, things can go wrong and not what we want to. But, um, yeah, so I take every week by uh, week, by week so, so to speak. Mate, you uh, you must be proud of what uh, Dexter Dunn is doing over in America. You, you formed a great partnership uh, in New Zealand for so many years. 
and, and he's just gone strength to strength. And, and many rate him as, as probably the best driver in the world. You, you must you must be proud of what he's doing in America. Yes, he is an interesting young lad. He come to us uh, when he was only seventeen. Uh, well, I'll just backtrack a wee bit. Uh, um, his dad worked for my dad, and then I worked for Dexter's dad, and then Dexter worked for me. So that's a bit of useful information for you. So, <laughs> but then he went on. He he, went, he worked for us for about eight years, and you know we kicked a lot of goals together. It was great, and I speak to him about every two weeks in America. And uh, I mean, as you Australians will know, between him and Andy McCarthy and Todd McCarthy, the three down down in the lads, they're actually just taking America by storm. It's actually mind-boggling the figures and what they're doing, the amount of races they won. Um, Dexter just a few weeks ago won seven, uh, and then uh, I believe two days ago Andy won four, and then about a week before that uh, Todd won five. So they're a big effort. So they're at the big track. So uh, for those guys to to be kicking ass like that, it's um, great for us down under advertising. Yeah, it's, it sure is, and and they and they're not doing it on the outer tracks either. As you said, they're doing it at the Meadowlands and and driving against the likes of T-Trick and and Gringar and all those blokes and. And and just the the, the way they've come on has, has just been unbelievable. Oh, no doubt, it's been I, I shouldn't say shock to the northern hemisphere that, that people can do this, but you know a lot of great uh, Australian Kiwi trainers have gone up there, and then a lot of good drivers. But but these three guys have just gone to the next level, and uh, I, I think they're top. Like you say, when you talk about uh, um, Yannick and uh, Tim Tetrick and company, there. <laughs> They try not to be pissed off, but I know they really are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's hard not to like the McCarthy boys and Dexter as well. So it's <laughs> when, when you're racing against them and, and you are you are competing at the hardest level and, and they do have some run-ins, but it's hard not to like those fellas. Yes, well, I think it comes with with the charm. You know, the very, very popular family, the McCarthy family over here, and, uh, as you know, Luke's a superstar here as well across the nation. And, uh, just got great parents, and, and, and I think people respect them, and, and they, they, um, they they leave the cockiness behind. Um, because in any sport, you know, as soon as you get a bit cocky and think you're bigger and better than anyone else, um, you're on your ass the following week. So uh, <laughs> that's what you got to try and keep away from. And those three guys have done a fine job of doing, of, of you know, keeping calm. Yeah, well, you're racing, Luke. He's probably your main danger on um, on Saturday night. Uh, but you've you've come out of New Zealand where you've you've had to tackle Mark and Natalie for so many years, and, and before that Barry, and 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 Roy, and now you 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 come over here and you've got to face the McCarthys. You, everywhere you go, there's <laughs> there's these superstars that you run into. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I'm used to having blood noses now, so I'm trying to cast into that. But, uh, <laughs> I think in every sport, um, it's like falling off the horse, you've got to get back and get back and ride it again. So uh, uh, competition's healthy. Uh, it keeps you lifting your bar. It keeps you, you, you know, your guard up. And uh, you know, as soon as you drop your guard in any sport, um, you know, you're know you falling your ass more. But uh, no, I'm there for the fight. And um, yeah, I'm not lying down yet. Now, one question before you let you go. The colours, did you steal them from John Campbell or did John steal them from you? Definitely John um, stole them from me. He only won three hundred million. I said, "Well, I can win four hundred million." <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone wants to be like so me. I can tell you that. <laughs> you know, he, he, yeah, Johnny was my idol. You know, we all have an idol coming through when we're, you know, not running in nappies, whatever sport you may be in. And just, and he, he was a, a superstar in his ear, and um, I love the, you know, the American designs and the colours with the braces and yoke. So um, uh, we just come back and form that, and um, away we went. So um, anyway, they've been had a little luck with them, put it that way.
Yeah, you're not alone um, in in your in your idolisation of John Campbell. I can I can assure you that. Uh, Cran, mate, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks for for coming on and, and chatting. And uh, mate, good luck in uh, tomorrow night, the the first running of of the Rising Sun at Albion Park. Thanks, guys. Uh, we'll enjoy the challenge. Good on you. Green Dalgetty there, who, uh, as I said, one of the, the greatest of all time. He's, his record says it. And, so, and a champion bloke. Yeah, no, he is. Uh, you know, just talking to him then. But uh, he's done it all and he's got a very big chance uh, in Krug and looks like being a really nice horse. And yeah. uh, I just liked his comments. Um, yeah. We didn't come all this way to be unlucky. <laughs> so uh, he's going to look, he's going to drive him positively and should be a great race. Yeah, uh, he, excellent. Race. And you can always tell Crean on the track because he's usually got the the the, the most out there shirt. <laughs> him and him and Gartrell, the running camel. They, oh, right. They almost have running battles in uh, who's got the the uh, the wildest shirt out there. Anyway, all right. Uh, as we get to the break, we uh, the the Golden Slipper is uh, this week, and uh, you mentioned Mort's at Wonderful Fry was such a, a great performance last week, and great to see Shane Young. Uh, take yeah, up the race after fantastic. chatting to us, and and she did it well. And it's great to see the filly in there. Unfortunately, she's drawn really awkwardly tonight. But um, as we go to the break, let's uh, listen to the wonderful to fly, and she absolutely demolishes the gold bracelet field. Don't be silly, Chili's got something that gives about to pull out now. And further back is She's a Mikamoto on the inside. But they come to the turn and Wonderful to Fly is well out in front. Don't be silly, Chili, letting go with a good run, trying to get past taking the Mickey. And also Champagne Everyone, who's back on the inside. And further back, See the World running on in the straight, though. Wonderful to Fly is well clear from Don't Be Silly, Chili, who's running up on the outside of taking the Mickey. But Wonderful to Fly is going to bolt him from Don't Be Silly, Chicky and uh, Chili and take King the Mickey and Wonderful to Fly has absolutely bolted in. You're listening to Talking Trots with Morts and Michael Radley on SEN Track. This is Talking Trots with Morts and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Fine in front, still by length on first airborne, who's parked in behind. Coming up wider is Cullen Star. You're so fine in front, Cullen Star trying to get into second, but you're so fine, skips well clear late. You're so fine, too good. Cullen Star will get into second, but you're so fine wins from Cullen Star. First airborne rolling down the river and cherry on the cake. Yeah, that was you're so fine in his uh, only trial in Australia after coming from New Zealand, and he's the favourite for the Golden Slipper on Tab Touch. Tonight, 290 uh, drawn barrier five, and uh, we're about to talk to his trainer, Gary Hall Sr. But before we do that, this segment is brought to you by Loans123. Who do you see? Uh, the nude nut, Steve Assell. He's yeah. the man to see because, Rads, if he cannot sort you... No, no one can. So for your personal finance, debt consolidation, car loans, he's the man to see, Steve Sell Loans123. Well, uh, as we just heard, uh, You're So Fine was uh, fairly easy in a trial at Byford last Sunday and he goes straight into the Golden Slipper tonight and he is the favourite at 290 and we're joined by his trainer, Gary Hall Senior. How are you, Senior? Yeah, good morning, Glenn. Good morning, uh, Michael. How are you going? Yeah, really good. And um, You're So Fine, first up from New Zealand. How how has he looked since uh, arriving into your stable? Yeah, I've been very happy with him. Um, Obviously, I would have liked a bit more time, but... um, I'm very happy with him. He, he settled in very good. Took a day or so, but then he, he hasn't missed a feed since, and he's working really good. Um, Junior drove him on Wednesday and said that uh, I, I thought I had to go forward to win this race. I don't even think I do now. That's what he, that's how good he works. So I'm I'm hoping that uh, 
you know, there's a bit of action on and he can, um, you know, get into the race at the right time, which Junior's pretty good at doing normally. <laughs> yeah, sure is. It's, uh, it's, <laughs> yeah. Certainly, it's certainly one of the better golden slipper fields I've seen in recent times, Senior, and uh, your horse had a, a nice uh, trial on Sunday, albeit uh, just strolled around but came home the last part in 28-4. How do you see the how do you see the start of the the race unfolding? It looks like there could be a could be a bit of pressure up front. Yeah, I'm not sure, Glenn. I, I you know like these races you can never tell the, the once they put a plus hundred thousand uh, dollar stake money up, uh, people seem to you know drive a bit more aggressively. And uh, I'd, I'd say the one's going to try and lead early and won't want to hand over to, to uh, Tricky Mickey. And uh, what are the odds? Is one going to want to get forward? I don't know whether. Their plan is to hand over to what are the odds, being the more seasoned horse, and uh, um, or whether the one's going to lead. Um, you know, we won't know that till tonight, I don't suppose. But um, it could be on a bit early. I hope it is. If it's not on early, I wouldn't mind being in the breeze. I think I think Miles can win from the breeze without any doubt. And um, so, if they go slow, that's where we'll be. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting race, and I think if one of the odds gets to the front, he will be hard to beat. But um, and if there is a bit of speed on, you're confident that you can uh, you can uh, come from midfield or further back later in the race to um, to play a part. Yeah, I am. I'm very confident in the horse. I think he's a very good horse. I've, I haven't had many better two-year-olds than him, and you know he's right up there with the best horses I've had. Uh, I don't. I, I know it's a strong field across the board, but. I don't think the Colts have been as good as what the Philly Wonderful to Fly was. Unfortunately for her, she's drawn a tricky barrier as well. Um, but the, um, the Colts haven't shown that sort of speed that she's shown. So, you know, and um, I, the, the horse that I liked was Rock on Top, but he um, he drew badly, and I don't think that helps his chances. He's a very green horse and that, but if he'd have drawn to lead, he was the one I was really worried about. Um, but... Uh, Ability-wise, I'm not worried about anything. I think uh, you've got a share in Tricky Mickey. Is that right, Glenn? Yeah, that's right, Senior. Yeah, he's a, yeah. He's I, nice I think he's a very promising horse. I think he's one of the, the most promising of the Colts. I thought he's and uh, Junior's only not driving him because I pulled rank on him there because we paid a fair <laughs> bit of money for this horse. And I said, well, I don't mind you driving Justin's horses under normal circumstances, but in this case, you have to stick with uh, with our horse. Yeah, well, you, no. you sound confident, and and you know he, he does look like he's the complete package with uh, plenty of bottom and, and plenty of speed. And before you go, uh, senior uh, Gambit, who's in race number two, a dollar sixty on <laughs> Tad Touch, he he couldn't have been more impressive um, last week. Yeah, yeah, he was a bit underdone. I thought I thought I might be might need to run, but he uh, he he proved that he didn't, and he seems to have sharpened up a lot since the run and. Yeah, I'm very confident that he'll go really well. He's he's a very good horse. He, obviously, he's a tricky draw and he's off the track and he's going to have to do the work again, but he's capable of doing it. And I I think he is definitely a horse that could measure up to Cups class. Not He wouldn't be a major role player in those sort of races, but he, he's going to get there, I think. So, yeah, I'm very happy to have him. Yeah, yeah we're going to make him hard to beat tonight. Senior, good luck. We'll see you out in the track and um, uh, let's hopefully we, we get to see what uh, you're so fine can do on the track tonight. Thanks very much, guys. Thank you. Bye. Good on, good on you, Gary Hall Senior. There, who's uh, very confident. Yeah, confident. Extremely confident, and you know, rightfully so. He um, well, he, he showed plenty of bottom in the jewels, like yeah. three wide virtually the trip, and yep. then in his win in the Group Two, he showed a lot of speed coming off a fast tempo. So, 
Um, he's certainly, uh, we've seen the Kiwis come over before uh, in a golden slipper when they've come out of those sort of races. Um, Western Cullen was one and, you know, he was, it was a pretty good year that year and he was just too good. So your yep. time might be the same way. But saying that, there's a fair bit of ability in the race as well. Yeah, there is. So it'd be an yeah. interesting race. And he's got some other uh, good horses going around tonight as well. Yep. Uh, now it's time to welcome in our form expert, Scott Bomber-Hill. How are you, Bomber? Very well, thanks, guys. And you? Yeah, not too bad. A little bit wet, but um, hasn't changed Mortz's um, dress standard. He's still still in the T-shirt, thoughts, shorts and thongs while I'm in the jumper and the jacket and the two pairs of socks and <laughs> I'm rug, rug, rug rider. How's it up in Broome? I, no doubt it's not wet up there. <laughs> Nice and dry here, mate. Nice and dry. Not a cloud in the sky. Life's good. Yeah. All right. Let's get into <laughs> the the. <laughs> let's get in before we we get a bit of um, jealousy going. Let's get into the races we got to look at. And the first one is race number one on the card, which is the Retrovision Pace at five twelve tonight WA time. And as we have a look at the Tab Touch market, we got Disco Under Fire at seven fifty. Always rock and roll at eighty one. Uh, better be Oscar the favourite. Uh, no, second favourite at two ninety. Rebel with a grin, fifteen dollars. Jesse Allwood, seventy-one. Kiwi bloke, eighty-one. Tiffany Rose, twenty-three. Tours Delight, ninety-one. The favourite Howard Hughes, he's two forty in from two sixty, drawn the outside of the front line. And on the back line, we have Pocket the Cash at four eighty, and the Black Cardinal at twenty-one. Bomber, race one. How'd you see it? I'm with a class runner here in Howard Hughes. He, he comes up with the tricky, or what looks like a tricky draw on paper, but with um, you know. Basically, all of the front line, or at least numbers four through eight, they, they're all going back off the gate here, I think. So, you know, it's not nearly as bad as it first looks. So I think he gets across pretty comfortably, uh, at least to the breeze, with uh, Better Be Oscar looking to take the top from uh, Disco under fire. And then they may have a little bit of a battle, but um, Howard Hughes will soon either work his way to the breeze or the top, depending on which one holds the front. And, uh, yeah, I just think his class takes him a long way, long way here. He... He tuned up for this with a recent trial where he came home in 55 and change, and uh, bond runners are always ready to go first up, so very bullish about him in the first. In the um, the final word, courtesy of our good friends at Tab Radio and Tim Walker, Greg Bond can win despite the draw, so confidence there from the Bond camp, but I like uh, our man Donald Harper on Allwood's Rock and Roll. He prefers the rail. Draw makes it awkward. Last run was disappointing, but the start before was good. It also depends on what horse I've got on the night. <laughs> Jesus, a few that can say that. Uh, so in race one, we've got uh, number nine, Howard Hughes. What's the staking plan here, Bomber? Yeah, he's a, he's a ripper, this horse. I'm really, really keen in tonight. And uh, yeah, three-unit bet to kick it off. I like that. Yeah, we like that. Race number one, start the night off with a three in a bet. Um, just before we go to the break, the choice is Flooring Golden Slipper, as we said, is the main race. We spoke to Gary Hall Senior. The tab touch market for it is Swing Blade um, 340, Tricky Mickey 480. Where What are the odds at 650? The Mickey take a 13. You also find the favourite at 290 from $3. Wonderful to fire the filly. She opened $26 into $11. So a bit of support there. 70 Trumps 101. Uh, Rock on top, $19, Bushwhacked, 101 And uh, the back line, we have uh, Tomless Jambo at $34, Follow the Music, 34 and Flow Rider, 51 uh, You're not having a bet in this race for us, um, Bomber, but it's an interesting race, and you're so fine, is the favourite. Who are the main hopes from, for your, uh, from your perspective? 
senior senior was oozing confidence, wasn't he? Wasn't uh, he? That was in, yeah. yeah, yeah. Interesting to hear. Very, very confident. And uh, but I thought Swing Band he was super impressive to me on Monday at Pinjarra. This was a huge step up into a Group One only four days later. But I think he holds up easily enough and. Um, pressure shouldn't be too great, and he was able to run. He ran one, one of the easiest 154s you'll ever see a baby do at Pinjarra there on Monday. So he's the one I had on top. A tricky Mickey's going to be very, very hard to beat if he can pop onto his back or even from the one out line. And obviously, Senior Sauce is the other one. I think one of those three will be winning depending on how the race is run. Yeah, that's pretty much how the market have it as well. All right, let's go to the break. And uh, Senior mentioned how confident he was with Gambit, who's a dollar sixty on Tab Touch. Let's go back and listen to uh, Gambit just proving too strong for Pocket the Cash. Gambit, Shanway can't get out. Then came Henwood Bay, 27-8 that third quarter. Can they keep going? Pocket the cash, the inside is leading a metre. Gambit, Shanway for the moment can't get to them. And then came behind them, burning rubber. Around the bend they run though. And on the outside it's Gambit, racing up on the outside of Pocket the Cash. And then Shanway, but it's Gambit and Pocket the Cash. And then Shanway, Pocket the Cash, Gambit. Gambit put the head in front. Gambit's in front. Top win, Gambit first up. Gambit has won from Pocket the cash Shanway and fourth in better be Oscar from Burning Rubber. You're listening to Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. This is Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Runs through the third quarter now in 27.9, leading the way from major times. Third on the inside is Argyle Red. Whose idea was this? He's breaking out in a cold sweat hall, trying to get out, and then came Kiroskiro. Around the turn, they Patrona star clear from major times. Argyle Red, whose idea was this? Can't get out. Kiroskiro in the straight, they run. Patrona star clear. Major times, the outside is trying its heart out. Patrona star in front. Major times is going to have a late dive. Patrona star clinging on, and Patrona star as one from major times vampiro flew got third yeah he was pretty good uh, patronus star last week uh, having to uh well, he led but to what the second horse was just as good major times only beaten ahead did yep. all the work um he was he was very good uh major times unfortunately he scratched tonight and before we get into that race and have a look at the uh, free-for-all this segment is brought to you by steel blue boots built for comfort made for work 730 stockers nationwide, and now, man, Ross has got another Group 1 winner. Yeah, uh, a runner. runner. I don't know about winner, but... I hope you're right. eh? Freudian slip. I certainly hope you're right there, Rads. But, yes, our good friend, our man, Ross Fitzgerald, has a runner in the Golden Slipper tonight. But uh, Steel Blue, Australia's leading supplier of work boots, Rads. And as we know, they are really good... Um, comfortable. Uh, ...boots, but they're just a wonderful company uh, donating to Breast Cancer and Beyond Blue. Yep. Uh, they sure are a great Australian WA company and, uh, as we say, the best and the most used work boot in, the, in, in Australia, in the world. Certainly in the Radley household. Yeah. Um, how do they go in the shower, Rads? Well, mate, they just bead straight off. Yep. <laughs> they're, per- they're perfect for this wet weather, I can tell you. All right. Uh, this, they're going to have a look at the next race is race number eight. We're going down to race number eight. This is a free-for-all. It's down to four runners with the scratching of both the Oliveri horses, Perfect Major and Major Times. Um, Argyle Red is at 91. Too Fast, Too Serious, $8. 
Mighty Conqueror is the favourite at 170 uh, and Shockwave at 180 on Tab Touch. Shockwave was the favourite when the markets went up by about 10 cents from Mighty Conqueror, but those have reversed now. And we have Shockwave at 180, Mighty Conqueror 170. Small but select field uh, here, Bomber. I don't know whether there's too much change in the way the race was going to be run with too fast, too serious. Probably might even look for a sit behind Mighty Conqueror and Shockwave. Is that how you see it? Yeah, I think uh, Argyle Red will actually hold up from the oh, inside okay. and then let Mighty Conqueror go. So uh, too fast, too serious. I think he'll be last of the four. But um, yeah, geez, it's going to be an epic battle. This uh, this could be shades of Chicago Ball and Shockwave from last season, I reckon. Um, just two horses at the top of their game, and you know, on with Shockwave. He's he's just in beast mode at the moment, and we're not going to see. Well, we we were going to get black figures. That's now shortened up, but I still think he's the horse to beat. But, he, his last win, he, he sat in the breeze and he had to put a 56 half together to put Patronus Star away on his inside. And the Mighty Conqueror got pretty close late and took plenty of ground off him. But uh, Shockwave ended up coasting to the line there and he, he all but pricked his ears on the line. And um, I think Mighty Conqueror was uh, flattered a little bit by the margin there. And tonight, Shockwave just up outside him. He'll be eyeballing him from the 1200, if not earlier. And uh, this is going to be an absolute cracker battle. But uh, yeah, I think Shockwave will, will put him away. Uh, go and stand in the uh, collect queue right now, Bomber. <laughs> there we go. Confidence from Morton. I, I I'm, I'm very... I, I, just, I think he's as good a horse as any in the country, Shockwave. There you go. Absolutely. And to th- what, what dollar eighty or dollar yeah. ninety? That's just yeah. a great price in yeah. a field like this. So um, yeah. race number eight, horse number five, Shockwave. What's the staking plan then, Bomber? Oh, I love it when the three of us align. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely a three-unit bet here for sure. A bit of mutual love there. All right, yep. race number nine is the next race we're going to have a look at. And the market from Tab Touch is Captain Cote at $9, Cutting Roses at 71 Motor on Lily at 51 Cheese and Mickey's at $5, Make Your Mark at $5, She's a Mickey Moto at $4, Don't Be Silly Chilly at two fifty, coming out of the gold bracelet, and Sport, Sport, Sport at $11. Bomber, which way are you going in this two-year-old Phillies race? There's a filly here that's been going really, really well. She won down at Bunbury three starts ago, and that's Don't Be Silly Chilly. She came from a fair way back down there that night, and she probably has to do the same tonight. But the last two runs against Wonderful to Fly, she's been super, really, um, on both occasions. And I thought, you know, this is a very big dropping class for her. You know, she gives every indication she's just going to continue to improve. And while she has to go back and she's going to be well and truly in the back half of the field, I think she can round these up pretty comfortably. I think it looks a great race for her. Just looking at the uh, the last word in, in uh, race nine, I just had to laugh at uh, race six, uh, Cannon Savelko on Rock and Roll Whippy. No use me making decisions. He doesn't listen to me. We'll decide behind the gate. Um, but uh, race nine, uh, Denny Roberts improving with each run. Would like to give her a chance in front, but we'll as- assess the speed off the gate. And Sarah Wall feeling well and looks a suitable race despite the draw with Don't Be Silly Chilly. And at $2.50, that's a nice price bomber. So what's our staking plan in the last on what's going to be a big night? Yeah, I agree. It's a great night's racing. And yeah, two-unit bet, Don't Be Silly Chilly. I think it just maps perfectly. There's even speed underneath. They might go a bit harder than they need to, and she's going to get the last look. Yeah, tab touch $3 into that two fifty mark. So punters are on board early, and that should continue to come that run of money so i would think so yeah once you open the wallet reds it'll probably yeah. be into the red well, race nine we'll have plenty going into that so we'll just keep on <laughs> truck loading 
Uh, Bomber, mate, thanks for your time today. Only the three races because we uh, we had Senior on talking about the Golden Slipper, but what a race it is, the Golden Slipper. Jeez, I can't wait for this. There's so many permutations of, of what could happen. And, um, you know, it's it's uh, the draws made it so uh, such a great race and really looking forward to tonight. And no doubt you'll be tuning into Sky Racing to, to catch all the action. Absolutely. It's going to be, a, yeah, not only the, the Slipper, but just a cracking night's racing all round tonight. Really looking forward to it. It sure is, mate. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks very much, guys. All right, as we go to the break, uh, Bombers winner from last week, our star billing for our man Donald Harper. Only got there by a half head, but didn't, need, got there. didn't need to win by any more. And let's listen to our star billing from last week. But our star billing going well. Coming off the back. Leads by a metre and a half. Captain's Beach Babe. 27-7 the next quarter. He lets the leader go now. And she kicks strongly with Blackjack Baby deep out trying to run on. Rumour has it struggling. Sheldon to the inside. And then Patrickia in the straight. Our star billing the leader. Down the outside is Blackjack Baby with a run now. Our star billing. Can she hang on? Blackjack Baby's after her. Our star billing. Blackjack Baby. Our star billing. Blackjack Baby. Nose for nose. Our star billing. Jackback. Blackjack Baby. Our star billing. Just in front wins from Blackjack, baby. Harper beats Voke and third home, Shelner. White out, Jolene. You're listening to Talking Trots with Morts and Michael Radley on SEN Track. This is Talking Trots with Morts and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Spankham heading up towards the top of the lane. He leads three metres. Colt 31 called on. Rock and Marty gets to third, but he's three deep. Balderage behind them. Turn it up. Bolting can't get clear. Then Uncle George spank him into the home straight. Leads the way. Balderage taking his shot on the inside. Colt 31, Rock and Marty. Look at Copy That flying. Copy That over the top. What a win. What a win. Copy That motoring down the outside. He's beaten them. Balderage second. Rock and Marty third. Spankham fourth. Wow, what a win. What a horse. Copy that. Yeah, he was virtually last on the turn. Ants had to turn him almost sideways, but geez, he picked him up in the straight. He's drawn the visitors barrier tonight, though, in the uh, tomorrow night in the Rising Sun. He's $8 on Tab Touch. As we spoke before, um, Krug drawn one, or Krug, Krug $3. Uh, expensive Ego, two sixty. And uh, Spirit of St. Louis, $16 in the market there on Tab Touch for the Rising Sun. This segment brought to you by Retrovision, celebrating 60 years here in WA. We are Rads, and it's our Goodbye July sale happening right which in you because you were... Beautiful. We uh, monitor you on our website every (laughs) night. But uh, no, we've got uh, plenty of store-wide savings and... RAC members save an additional 5% every day. That they do. Big, time, big uh, chance to welcome in our, uh, our man every week is Ben Cray to talk about the East Coast Racing. Uh, BK, how are you going? I'm good, mate. I just wish that Chris Barsley would show a little bit of excitement in his calling, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I, I just imagine if, imagine if that was Jimmy Jakes, though. <laughs> oh, you would have lost his voice with four months ago. Yeah, no <laughs> would have been, would have been, you would have seen the, the, the dial just ticking over. The, anyway, um, mate, we're going away from uh, Royal Newcastle today. You're going Pitching to, uh, yeah, the Riverina and also Dubbo. What do you got for Pitching us? Newcastle. I've told my man Clayton Harney his horse cost me last week, so we're out of there. We're starting <laughs> off with Wagga this afternoon. 
And the first uh, race that I like is race eight. It's about half past four our time, Wagga. Um, and I think, look, this is the better of the day for me, number seven, Clara Missile. It's been very well found early, which is probably a good sign at the David Kennedy stable. It won two in a row at Leeton and uh, at Wagga uh, prior to last week when it ran six in the BK Swire run. That's pretty good form here. It did have to sit in the death seat and they went 154 flat. Um, over the longer journey here, it can probably roll forward and probably get to the lead here with Jack Painting. Great driver down there. I think the dollar eighty-five ish uh, represents still good value. It's the better of the day for mine at Wagga. Uh, then we're going to go to race ten, which hopefully isn't the get out there. And I like two horses here: number five Procurement and number six I'm Feeling Fiery. Procurement comes out of that BK Swire race. It was very good uh, when it led over the mile. As I said, they went fifty-four flat. It's, it's over the mile again here, or the 17.40, which is basically the mile. I think it can get to the lead there around the $2.80 mark. Uh, represents some value. Number six, I'm feeling fiery as the saver bet for us here, around the $9, $10 mark. It was only uh, a metre and a half off Cloudlet and, and rise above this, which is in the race here today, uh, after having to do work last time. It has got lightning gate speed as well. If they did want to burn it off, probably won't with the one inside it. But it has been right around the money here, and at $10, I think, is good value as well. And then I'm going to go to Dubbo tonight, and we're going to go to race four. And I didn't want mind one here at each way odds, probably like a one by four or two by three bet. We're going with race four, number seven. It's all about net. It'll probably be three fence here. Number one, I'm a shy guy. I'll lead early. Number two and three, I'll be looking to cross it. I don't think the one can hold them out and lead the whole way. Uh, it'll be susceptible over the distance. So I think uh, number seven will be three fence here. And it looks a pretty easy map here, I would have thought. Two, probably leading with three outside at one behind that and seven, three pegs. And there doesn't look to be, you know, the 2,000 metres here, they'll be, they'll be at the final of a, of a race here. So there could be a little bit of speed on. And, and if all about Ned can get some sort of gaps late, it was pretty good last week and it ran fourth. It was wide for the last lap and a bit and only got beat five metres. It was $2.90 favourite in basically a similar race and you're getting $7. It's going to be three pegs, so I think one by four or two by three. That $2.22.30, the place mark really looks nice for me. At Dubbo Race 4, number seven, it's all about Ned. Beautiful, BK. Well, we've got to, we've got to concentrate on uh, racing at the moment because your rugby league season's just about over, is oh. it, St George? I wasn't going to mention it, but I will. For a man that doesn't like to tweet much, he likes to rub it in when the Dragons, uh, <laughs> something happens. So I'm looking yeah, well, for a new team. If anyone has a new team or a new sport, I might start, might have to follow AFL or something. God, yeah. God well, help please. me. <laughs> All right, BK, mate. Thanks for that. We'll uh, speak to you next week. See you, boys. Have a good weekend. There you go, BK. We didn't have much luck last week, but uh, no. this week we've gone to Wagga and Dubbo. Mate, big show. A big, a big uh, shout-out first before we go. Uh, my brother, yep. uh, the rooster. It, happy birthday big to listener. the rooster. Happy birthday to the rooster. He is one of our five listeners. Yeah, so he's very a great happy man. birthday. Great man and follows, um, follows Bomber rel- uh, religiously. He does. All right. Good luck tonight, Morts. Thank you. Uh, thanks for everyone for tuning in. Till next week, Morts. Have bye. a good one. Bye for now. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.